0: Well, hi everybody another edition of tartar sauce i'm steve tartar with me today so happy to have him back uh larry ware larry uh city employee uh radio uh expert uh you have uh, we've done podcasts before couple and, of them yeah and yeah. and you're, you're you're all over the place you've done work for channel 47 and radio stations um how did you get into old radio the way you are
1: well i started in, uh, basically in high school, I, I spent all my time listening to an old 1933 Philco radio and DXing the airwaves. Uh, I, I bored my classmates in high school ad nauseum, reading off all the different East Coast radio stations I would pick up and and uh, I collected old radios and then I got interested in the history and of course studying broadcasting at ICC uh, met my wife there. Um, we. Um, uh, I got interested in uh, in the history of the of the radio and then I started collecting air checks uh, I recorded an air, a, check? an air check is just a recording that usually a radio station does to to check their quality of their on-air disc jockeys mm. so a lot of them would run just just the dj voice they would open the mic and it would roll a, a recorder that would pick that up but then people at home started recording on reel to reel or cassette not and, you and there's and yep, and I recorded uh, the duop weekend in 1994 with mark Love, uh-huh. and I started using that recording to trade other air check collectors for oh. what they had in there their are collection. air check
0: collectors oh
1: yeah yeah uh-huh. there's there's dozens of them out there yeah yeah I always,
0: I always wonder when I go to, like to an antique place you know where this place has got all this stuff in it and you see little silver spoons and plates and I mean, who buys all this stuff? It's probably a collector for each and every thing. Oh, there yeah. is. Yes. And, yes. and of course, we, we were talking about broadcasting. Well, you have such a knowledge of Peoria stations, uh, WAM, WIRL, uh, you've also uh, WLS uh, out of Chicago. Uh, I know because I've heard we've, we've you brought us tapes and things. Um, what do you do with all that? How do you store that? Well.
1: Originally, it, it, it we would trade on cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. That was that was the medium uh, about 20 years ago when I was doing it. So then I transferred all that over to CD. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran into a gentleman that used to work at WIRL Spencer Stewart back mm-hmm. in 2000. And WIRL was bought out by Fox Sports Radio at that time. They changed their call letters. And they were dumping all of their reel-to-reel tapes. Now, hardly any station saves those tapes, but WIRL did. And he got permission to pick up those tapes and take them home. So he digitized the lion's share of those. And I traded items back and forth with him. And then finally, he moved out of state and gave me all the old tapes. So I have the the tapes.
0: So you have a a record of... and, And we should say this for people who aren't necessarily familiar with the The WIRL, which is still growing, and of course, Mm Uh, you know, this well-known because it's, it's gone through several formats, still doing oldies.
1: I'm so glad they're back to doing that because yeah. that's where they...
0: But they were the, the top 40 station of this market. They
1: were the number years. one station starting in 1961. Okay. Uh, they were, in fact, when uh, Lee Ranson was on there from 1960 to the November of 64, he had the number one air shift on the evening broadcast. He outdid uh, even WLS in this market. Mm -hmm. So uh, they were a very strong station. Of course, there wasn't a lot of competition back then. Right. They were the only top 40 rock and roll radio station in this market.
0: Yeah, because the FM thing came along 70s, probably.
1: Basically, they got into it in the in the early 1970s WMBD went FM and they used mm-hmm. those call letters on 93 point3 before they went kz 93 mm-hmm. uh, 106 uh, wWCT they they came on in the early 70s right. uh, album oriented rock WKQA was the next one and I listened to all those in the
0: 1970s and you had uh, WSWT
1: which which was more of uh, older people's format you know it was uh,
0: my, my type of music.
1: What, what I what I would listen to. That's what my parents listened to. <laughs> well, a, there you go. Easy, easy listening. I, I, I just did they... a blog
0: about that where um, I said, you know, I take a lot of grief for listening to old old music on the radio, which now it's W O A M. Love it, uh, yeah. Which, which goes back further than I R L. Yeah. And and it's not that I don't like the other some of the other things, but <clears throat> I said, you know, where you where you feel a little redemption is, you go to a movie, and and this just was on the. Um, Netflix, The Irishman, which is a Martin, Martin Scorsese's gangster film. Okay, they're all getting older, De Niro, De Niro and Pesci and uh, uh, all those guys. Um, you hear the old music in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the Five Satins in the Still of the Night. Oh yeah. Or yeah. or, or a Delicado by uh, Percy Faith. So you know, there is a place for it. It's it's at the theater now, but it used to be on radio. And yeah. But, oh yeah. But speaking of radio, you've got some extracts. It's Christmas yes. season. Christmas Eve. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, well, we've got some little snaps of what WRO was doing years ago.
1: Um, I do. Let me, let me just play their their Christmas jingle to jingle. begin with. Let's okay. do a jingle. This, this is their, uh, their jingle from Christmas. And I got to hit play. Oh, let me start that over. Merry Christmas, Peoria.
0: From WIRL. Now, those jingles were done where? In Dallas or somewhere?
1: That was a Pam's jingle. So okay. that was done in Dallas, Texas. Because so I always yeah.
0: remember there, always hearing Dallas for some reason did all those jingles. I oh, they that.
1: they did them for every top 40 station across the nation. They were really? big, they were the place. Uh, WIRL, I just happened to have one some snippets of their Christmas Eve broadcast. 47 years ago, mm. 1972. You wanna hear sure, a bit of let's that? let's hear it. Uh, let's, let's put on Scott Henderson. Uh, they were uh, doing a festival of the stars and um, uh, let's see here. I think it's on this one right here, yeah. <coughs> this is a Sandy's commercial
2: on there
0: too. Oh, good.
2: Yo mama don't dance, that's of Messina from 1290 at 3.20 tonight, State Farm agents Lou Johnson and Jim Dixon and the Southside Bank present the Christmas Eve Festival of Stars. Hear your favorite Christmas songs and stories from 6 to midnight tonight on WYRL. Swing down to Sandy's when you head
1: out
0: to well, Now's an especially good time to swing down because Sandy's has a great gift idea to make Christmas shopping easier. A 50-cent Sandy's gift check. <laughs> good for 50 cents worth of delicious Sandy's food. That would buy quite a bit. <laughs> 50 cents. Pick up a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Give everyone a holiday greeting that's made for good eating from Sandy's. Offers good at participating stores while the supply lasts. And have a merry Christmas. I wonder what kids would do if you gave them a 50 cent McDonald's coupon this Christmas—that's forty-seven years ago. They wouldn't get much. <laughs> yeah, they'd get maybe a maybe a vessel. small small coke. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you get senior coffee, you might get most of that. Oh know. yeah.
1: Um, WIRL also ran an Operation Santa Claus. Now they were, they had a pretty good staff at that time and mm-hmm. one of the things that they would do, they offered to even wrap the gifts to give away to oh. needy children. You wanna hear that? Sure, let's hear that. that, that. Spot. Once again, Operation this Santa this Santa is from, uh, this is probably from the early 60s, this spot.
2: Again this year, WIRL is sponsoring Operation Santa Claus, designed to see that through your help, Every needy child in the greater Peoria area receives a Christmas gift. Some little tyke needs your help. He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. And goodness knows he didn't want a lot. He sent a note to Santa for some soldiers and a drum. It broke his little heart when he found santa hadn't come but santa is coming for this little boy and many others because you're helping through operation santa claus these children don't expect anything but every child wants something just a token to show that somewhere someone cares right now send a check or money order to operation santa claus wirl peoria W.I.R.L. will buy all new toys and provide free wrapping paper. (laughs) There you go. W.I.R.L. staff will wrap these new toys and see that they're delivered. For many children, your contribution will buy the only present they'll get this year. Somewhere there's a child who could be forgotten. The little boy, that Santa Claus. Do it now. Send a check or money order before midnight, December 18th, to Operation Santa Claus, W I R L Peoria. Some little tyke will love you very much.
0: You know that's the Nat King Cole song they use in this, but you don't hear that Uh, in in the mix of Christmas songs that you know we're all accustomed to hearing every year. The The little boy that Santa Claus forgot. I guess they figured. Maybe That was a little too it's uh, a pretty sad yeah. song. <laughs> we don't yeah. want to break people down here, yeah, like, yeah. How did we forget this? How sad to forget this kid, but uh, but that's a great, a great spot of, of from the early 60s, right? right. That, probably
1: about 61 or okay. two. I can't imagine how busy they would have been doing all the wrapping and processing of all those gifts. Well, because it was very popular to give to
0: those causes, sure. And as you said at that time. You didn't have all those stations, and Mm -mm. we didn't have... I mean, today we're so distracted with internet, TV, radio, everything, newspaper. Uh, Whereas then, you had only a few radio stations. Just a
1: handful. Right, right. And basically, it was all AM. Right. uh,
0: And and IRL would have had a big audience. They would have had a huge audience,
1: yeah. Um, I was doing a little research last night on Mm. on the internet, and uh, I was just interested in some of the uh, landmark uh, broadcasts of Christmas in radio, and I came across a really interesting fact. There was, uh, on Christmas Eve 1906, a pioneering inventor, Reginald Fessenden, set out a brief holiday program from the National Electric Signaling Company station at Brant Rock, Massachusetts.
0: Wherever that is, and yeah.
1: Probably around the coast, because he did some work with the National uh, Weather Bureau at that time oh. doing some uh, broadcast and testing to see if they could broadcast weather reports along the coast for mm-hmm. the uh, coastal boats and so on. But um, he played uh, O Holy Night on his violin and uh, he did a short Bible reading. And this is considered the first broadcast of music huh. that wasn't point to point. Now, 1906, I can't imagine there was very many people receiving that broadcast, but uh, that is considered the first one. Uh, first,
0: so Over ever, a hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow.
1: Christmas-oriented radio program. So mm. this was not a new idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nielsen's, I was just looking into Nielsen's. And for radio stations that broadcast all Christmas programs, mm-hmm. they get a 72% hike in radio listeners this time of the year. In
0: that period that they do Thanksgiving that's, that's through today. Christmas.
1: That's that's today. That's yeah. it's big business. Oh, yeah. really well,
0: I noticed some stations, and, and you've you probably got a better examples. <clears throat> some, I, I think several in this market, go straight all Christmas from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yes. In fact, Mm-hmm. I think they'll cut off tomorrow. Yeah. uh whatever midnight. But others rotate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like every third or fourth song is a Christmas song. Right. And then, and then they, as you get to this period now Christmas Eve, then it goes all Christmas.
1: And I don't think that was popular so much in the 60s and the 70s. Now mm-hmm. WIRL did not do that. They no. would they would play an occasional
0: regular. Yeah,
1: they stuff. had an occasional Christmas song like mm-hmm. the 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 Dog Christmas Jingle. Bell or whatever. Right. The Santa Claus got run over by a reindeer. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, that
0: uh, Well, was... I, I, you, you would appreciate this. <clears throat> when uh, IRL moved from Grossenbach Road in East Peoria, mm-hmm. I, I went in there for some reason with uh, Wayne R. Miller. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, who's, who's still on the scene. And that's probably about fifteen or more years ago. Whenever they made the move downtown, mm-hmm. anyway, we went through the, the place had just cleared out. The wastebaskets were still full, and all that. I don't. Oh and we went through the, by the studio, and there was still records. They, they had records in another place too, but there was in the studio. There was a just a, a raft of records still there, and I thought, well, they forget this. And I said, can I look at those? And Wayne said, sure, go ahead. And I went over. They were all Christmas albums.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: So they had probably oh used just like they did with that Nat King Cole one yeah. for Christmas music ads, commercials. Maybe they extracted a little bit of one, but very strange, like Pat O'Brien the, had a Christmas album. I, I, mm-hmm. you know, some of these things are probably, I don't know if they're rare or, or just forgotten, but they had all those things there and they, they, they stayed there. Somebody must've got them. So oh we'll see. Gosh. But anyway, yeah, you, you have some more landmarks?
1: Uh, yeah. Another one, uh, not too many people are going to, Uh, probably recognize this name, but there was an Ernestine Schumann-Hink. Now, she was like an opera singer. Mm. And she had a, um, a broadcast starting in 1926, so this, this goes way back before most people had, had a radio. Mm-hmm. Not too many people had a radio in 1926. But she was uh, famous for doing a midnight performance of Silent Night in English and in German. Mm. And it was so popular, it ran all the way through the Christmas Eve of 1935. Mm. And she passed away in 1936. Now, I have a Victrola record. I collect, of her? I collect the old... Records, of course, too. The the, the early records. I'm
0: surprise that is that you would have the old records. <laughs>
1: so I've got a record. She had a quite a voice. She had a really good voice.
0: Right, I would imagine. So, and now the first radio station in this month was at MBD-27? They were on in
1: 1927. So they may have carried that. Mm. I don't know. But that, no. it's amazing that Peoria had radio in 1927. Of course, that started up on Grandview Drive.
0: Right, okay. right. And, and of course, that station is by name is still same, down the street here same WNB, call letters, WMBD. Yes. Um, well, that's, that's fascinating. Uh, we, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, when she passed away, radio didn't know what they were gonna do for another tradition. <laughs> but Lionel Barrymore, uh, who played Mr. Potter on uh, oh, yeah. uh, the, the, Wonderful the, Life. the famous Wonderful Life, uh, he did a live broadcast of the Christmas Carol and he started that in 19, let me get the year, 1934 on Christmas Day. Wow. And uh, he did that all the way until his death in the uh, early 50s. He died, well, died in 1954, it says here.
0: So every year he would read every, it?
1: Every year he did that. There is a recording of it. I found a recording of it online, and I, I'm going to listen to it tonight. But Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 of course, yeah.
1: he had a classic voice, and he played Scrooge on that.
0: Well, and, and Potter you know. and Scrooge, I mean, they're oh, two yeah. of a kind. I mean, that,
1: that, right? I think they were related. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, uh, the, the 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 beauty of uh, his depiction of Potter is, as many people see, it's a wonderful life, and we used to run it down at the Apollo. They still run it down at the Apollo, uh, and elsewhere. And it's you've been on TV a lot. Is, you know, he is the evil incarnate you know you oh, just yeah. you, you you want to boo that guy it's <laughs> rad, even though you know what's going on and Jimmy Stewart comes out all right um you know the, the, he does such a wonderful job he of did a great creating job. that sort of you know this guy's really mean you Yeah, know, so he
1: had a lot of makeup on for that that is not how he looked no no
0: well i can <laughs> but, imagine because well the Barrymore family you know all the great actors and actresses that have been in that family uh there's something going on there where right? they just mm-hmm. have that talent but uh yeah, it's amazing. Do you have any more little snippets here? We, we want to give people a taste of uh, um, old Peoria radio before we, we hit our time. Yeah, let's
1: do the Just Pants commercial. Here. Oh,
0: yeah, let's do Just Pants. 70s, right?
2: 1972. Great Just pants, the place for tops. Tops for fun good times, all kinds. Just Pants has plenty of and plenty of girls to help you make it up the
0: monster wall. That's an interesting Just line. Pants. Christmas <laughs> yes. is coming.
2: And what are you going to get that guy on your list who seems like he has everything? Before you go anywhere, check out Just Pants and their collection of Sundowner knit shirts. Sundowner by Normando has some super new stuff in knit shirts in colors he'll like a lot. And all these nifty knits are 100% acrylic for easy care. Come on in. Just Pants has plenty of sundowner knit shirts to fit your guy. Pick a couple while you're at it. And get him some Just Pants gift certificates, too. There's no place like it. Just Pants. Just Pants. Just Pants, Pants, 327 Fulton, open Saturday till 9 and this Sunday till 5.
0: Uh. W-I-R-L. Yeah, we're helping WIRL with their promotion this, <laughs> this week. Um, that, that's interesting, Just Pants. That was downtown, Fulton, 72. When did the mall open? Was it a year or two later, four, uh, 74? Or about like?
1: 73, right uh, in that time right. period. So and they, they had a Just Pants in the mall, too. Out
0: there. Yeah, there. But, uh, yeah, I thought... Uh, nowadays, of course, everyone orders online, or, or, you know, the poor stores are trying to get people to come in. But in this era, it was all about... You know last second shopping or you know oh, what do i get
1: Uh, and they were they were a very popular store Uh, they had just pants and just jeans and that was all they had at the mall and i could only find my size at those stores and and the bell those are the only three stores i could find my pant size so and the the monster wall where they had them all up on these shelves that went clear up to the The monster wall see now
0: that would be a rock climbing wall you could you could recreate this whole thing in in 21st (laughs) century if if you if they so desire Mm -hmm. but this is great well, we, we've been chatting with Larry Ware, who we just, it's, this is like an iceberg. We just scratched the surface. Yes. Uh, most, most of the stuff that Larry has is, um, oh, we could we could go on and on. But, uh, you know, it, the Christmas season, there's a distinct category there for radio mm-hmm. in this market. And in other markets, obviously, too. Yes. Uh, special shows that people did, uh, whether it was commercial or, or just music. Mm -hmm. or or a service or whatever it is Um, it's fascinating i think one of the the problems or or challenges and and you help solve it with with what you do is it's one thing when you go to a museum you look at pictures you can see a movie Mm -hmm. it's a little harder with audio Mm -hmm. because either you got to put headphones on or do you play it to the whole audience Well, not everyone wants to listen to everything you know it's it's more individualized and it's a hard way to, to kind of. So I think that's one reason why we've lost a lot of the history of radio because people don't realize how big it was because it's, it's not as big now, but it was it used to be huge.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, especially during the '30s and '40s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh,
0: yeah. You didn't have you didn't have TV. You didn't have internet. I mean, just think about that. It was it was you know, amazing. Well, Larry, we got to we got to roll out of here. Okay. Have a great holiday. You too. We need to come back and do more in the new year. Yes. And uh, we'll do it. Larry Ware, everybody. He's he's. You'll find him on YouTube, right? I,
1: I do have a channel, and you can. It's Larry Ware One, all smalls. Larry Ware
0: One. Spell that one.
1: L yeah L A R R Y W A R E One.
0: There and, you go. Uh,
1: and I have quite a few of the W-I-R-L and uh, you, tapes up on online.
0: And you're working part time with Just Pants too. That's right?
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to bring this franchise back. All right, everybody. It's Steve Turner, have a great holiday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everyone. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Okay peorialife.com